Second night of a back-to-back? Doesn't matter to this Pelicans team. Get to your hotel room at 3.30 in the morning. Doesn't matter. Down your four best players. That doesn't matter either. They are going to fight for head coach Willie Green. Let's talk about their loss, unfortunately, to the Philadelphia 76ers, 117-107 in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked on Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Wednesday, day after the Pelicans lose to the 76ers, 117-107, but man, how proud of you are you of this Pelicans team after that game? Because I am, and you definitely should be as well. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by Prize Picks. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code MBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week on all platforms, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. Recapping games, we're going to be talking some trade stuff tomorrow. You guys have screamed for Norm Powell. We'll talk Norm Powell then um, and what the Pelicans could do to try and pry him and bring him here to New Orleans. But first, the Philadelphia 76ers, 117-107 loss. Look, the way the Pelicans came out and the fact that they were the better team for three quarters in this game is incredible. They came out ready to play and out-hustled and out-battled the Philadelphia 76ers. The 76ers, who are a very good team, by the way, and have a a potential front-runner for MVP in Joel Embiid, who's also been outstanding, and he was outstanding in this game. But this team, down their top four scores this season, Brandon Ingram, Jonas Valanciunas, Devontae Graham, and Josh Hart, right? You'd argue, outside of Herb Jones, that those are their four best players, if we're not counting Zion into this mix either, and we're not. And they didn't care. They decided that they were going to go out and try and play to win. This was a scheduled lost right this is the game that the league screwed the team over on by redoing this and giving the pelicans three straight sets of back-to-backs when that didn't need to be the case right the 76ers didn't play last night they don't play tomorrow they play third or they do play tomorrow they play they don't play wednesday they play thursday against the los angeles lakers the league is very clearly trying to rest the 76ers even though the reason that game was postponed in the first place was 76ers issues with covid the pelicans got screwed here a lot of those guys the brandon ingram did dress and travel with the team even though he wasn't going to play stayed home and they didn't need to go on this road trip right and no one needed to care in this one at all but they didn't Take that attitude. This was a scheduled loss. They got to their hotel at 3.30 in the morning. These guys probably didn't go to sleep till 4.30, right? After maybe sleeping a little bit on the plane. But there's no reason to care about this. They should have tried to find a way to postpone this game in the first place. The Pelicans only had nine available guys. That is the minimum you can have. And they went out and like looked for a while like they were going to win. This is credit Willie Green. 
And, you know, I've said, have they been building a culture? I think after last night's game, you can say like, yeah, there's definitely like at least the very early makings of a culture and you're starting to see it. It's next man up. It's we're going to battle and we think we can win every single night. Kind of the way these guys went about this, right? Your starters are not your normal starters. You had a guy in Billy Hernan Gomez who's not played since December or early January. I forget which. And it, for a while, completely dominated Joel Embiid. This is Willie Green's doing, man. Like this team, if they had Stan Van Gundy, you weren't going to see that, right? They made life as hard as possible on the Philadelphia 76ers. And look, at the end, talent went out. And I don't care about the loss in this. Again, we just went over all of the reasons why they should have lost the game. I don't care. I am so proud of this team. You look at this group and are just like, wow. It makes you wonder what could have been if Zion was healthy the whole year, right? Like, they they could have been good, actually. I'm starting to come around on that. I don't know if they're a good three-point shooting team overall. But... There's something there with this head coach in Willie Green. Now, let's talk about your starting center. Not Jackson Hayes, but Billy Hernan Gomez. 29 points on the night. If I would have told you that after a half, the Pelicans playing the 76ers, a center was dominating, you would have been like, damn right, it's Joel Embiid. It was Billy. 29 points. 10 rebounds for him, a block as well. He went to the foul line seven times, made six of them. 29 points on 15 shots. He was 11 of 15 from the field. Dude went out and just battled and like went right at Joel Embiid and did everything he could to make his life miserable. Embiid had five fouls in this one, right? He was being worked on and at one point had to lead the game a little bit early with some foul trouble. That is the Pelicans kind of empowering Billy, who, who, again, right, like didn't know when his number would be called. Hasn't always played the most effective basketball is what I want to say. And kind of lost his spot in the rotation and comes out and has been one rooting for his teammates. He on social media is like all about this team, even when he wasn't playing and building these guys up. You see a genuine affection that he has for like everyone on this squad even when he's not playing and then gets his opportunity and this is a type of performance against Joel Embiid where he might or a player might because he's not going to do this might kind of look at this when everyone comes back right healthy and uh, you know on Friday they take on the Nuggets and he's going to maybe not be in the rotation as much maybe it's still Jackson Hayes he's going to kind of get dropped let's say and could be so upset about it. Look what I did against Joel Embiid. And he won't do that, right? Like, he will be th- just happy and, and, and encouraging. And I love that kind of attitude. You know, he was one of the two main reasons why this game was close. Him and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who had an outstanding game. And let's talk about him coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Third segment, by the way, have you heard this story of the connection between Anthony Davis and Sean Payton as to why Payton remained the Saints coach for a while. This is completely bonkers. And I'll tell you that story coming up here in the third segment of today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. Pelicans fans, you've been hearing me tell you about Prize Picks for months. Have you signed up yet? Because if you haven't, now is the perfect time. For a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive, no-brainer of an offer for all Locked on listeners. You're going to get $50 for free 
if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point. You just got to use promo code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer for locked on fans only who use promo code NBA. Prize Picks is the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, and Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of points, assists, rebounds, threes made, whatever it is that you want, they've got it there. And you pick two to five players and an over and under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. You're not going against Sharks, other players who have like eight monitors trying to figure things out. It's you versus the numbers, and you're a smart sports fan. Go make it work over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks also allows mixed sports entries. You can take the over on Joel Embiid's points, like we saw right there, combined with the under on anything you want in the NFL or any of the props that they might have. And you get to use the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Go to prizepicks.com today or go to your App Store and download the app. All you, all of our locked on listeners that make a deposit and use our promo code NBA will get $50 free if your first prize pick entry scores a single point. That's right. Anyone who makes a deposit and uses our promo code NBA will get $50 free if your prize pick entry scores a single point. Point prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. No one else doing that. Again, free. There's nothing wrong with that here Monday through Friday. And don't forget, we got a trade deadline show coming up. Go up and subscribe to the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. That's where it's going to be. We're going to have our insight, we're going to have the local. On the ground hosts covering this teams every day, coming in to give you their big reactions whenever there's a trade. And Antonio Daniels is going to be on there too. It's going to be from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern, breaking down all of the deals. We love Antonio. All right. We're talking about the Pelicans. Lost to the 76ers, 117-107, though. My God, you've got to feel so good about this team and the fight they showed. And Willie Green having these guys ready to go. Just absolutely awesome. And you know who was awesome in this one? And I'm thrilled we get to say this. Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Dude came out looking like a different player. Maybe we need to keep him sleep-deprived all the freaking time. 31 points. Fifth, fifth time he's ever scored over 30. How many shots do you think it took? Normally, if Nikhil scores 31, what's it going to be, Right. Only 22 shots. That's really, Those are really good numbers. 31 points on 22 shots. That's great efficiency. 11 of 22 from the field. 50%. I wish I could like press a button and have like confetti shoot out. Like, like Pee Wee's Playhouse when you say like the secret word and all the furniture goes crazy. And the cats, wherever they are, like jumping up and down, right? All of that. Five of nine from three. Okay, I'll take that. Four rebounds. Five assists. All of these are excellent in just one turnover. Oh, my God, this performance. Yeah, he was that good in this one, right? Now, again, he, he can do this because there's no one else that really needed to shoot other than him and Hernan Gomez for the most part. But he was great. This was good Nikhil taking smart shots and things like that that you normally don't get to see from him. Again, he shows flashes of this. So here's the thing before we break down his game a little bit more. This won't matter if it reverts against the Denver Nuggets on Friday or against the, the Celtics on Saturday. This type of performance we need to see in those two games. And then the two games after that. And the two games after that. 
And then, like, I don't know the rest of the season after that, basically. Like, he can have one or two bad games, but you need to play differently. Those threes were in rhythm. They were sometimes kickouts, right? Like, those weren't him just jacking up a three that's contested early on in the shot clock. Don't do that. Here's the other thing, though, right? He decided to get downhill more, like way more than he normally does. Six shots at the rim where he went four of six, by the way. It also got him to the free throw line seven, uh, seven times. He didn't shoot well from there, but I'll take it, right? Causing fouls and getting to the, the line. That's what you want to see out of this guy. What have I said all season long? It probably dates back to last year, right? Good things happen when Pelicans guards play downhill. And he did. He was aggressive in this one. The threes were were there when he needed them. And, you know, he took them when they, they presented themselves. But he didn't try and force them. And that was a huge difference in the way that he played. We need to see more of this. Now, he's shown us flashes of this before, right? Like, this was a good game. This is beyond a good game. This is an excellent game. But it's not going to matter if you revert to taking bad shots and killing the flow of the offense or things like that. Again, this is him getting to kind of do all of this because who cares if Brandon Ingram's shooting? Because Brandon Ingram's not playing. Same for Josh Hart, Devonta Graham. Who cares if you don't get the ball to Jonas Valanciunas when Valanciunas isn't out there? Now, he doesn't quite do this with the second unit all of the time. He's still forcing bad shots on that. If you could play this way with them, I'd feel better about his role coming off the bench. But I still am skeptical based on what we've seen so far this year. But he deserves his credit for this game. He was really, really good. And that is all you can ask for. Look, they had a chance to win this. He was a big part of it. He and Hernan Gomez combined for 50 points on the night when we knew the Pelicans were going to struggle and need some offense. And he really delivered on this one. So a couple other notes coming up, and then I'll tell you the Anthony Davis story here in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans, though, is brought to you by Built Bar. It's New Year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. And Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because these things taste so good, you're going to want to eat them, unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spell, basically. I've had some that are metallic. It's awful. So if you want to eat healthy, but it gets boring, Make sure you have a couple of built Bars with you. These things are so good. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. So when you have these cravings, it's going to get satisfied by a built Bar. And most bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar or even to another protein bar that's not going to taste nearly as good as this. Bilt Bar is going to win every single time. I keep some of these around me all the time in case I have a craving and I'm trying to eat less sugar and I had a craving for it after watching the Pels game last night. Like I wanted like ice cream or something like that. I grabbed a Bilt Bar. I have them. Let me see if I can even grab it like right here as I almost, I'm not going to do it and like knock everything, but I have them right there. They're the white chocolate raspberry cheesecake. They are absolutely delicious. Satisfied the craving I ate healthy. What more could you want? So go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15. You're going to get 15% off your order. Again, that is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at built.com. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know. And now for your second listen, yeah, it's going to be Locked On Saints. 
No more Sean Payton. What do we make of this? Ross Jackson over at Lockdown Saints is going to be breaking down everything, so make sure he is your second listen for like the foreseeable future. There's a lot to talk about. I've done a lot of coaching searches. This is a big one for the Saints, and Ross is going to do a great job of breaking it all down. All right, a couple final notes before we wrap up here, and I tell you a story about Anthony Davis blew my mind. Another good game for Jackson Hayes, 15 points on 10 shots, 5 rebounds for him. Springy, again, I don't know what's going on with the the off-the-court stuff. Misdemeanors are fine like probably a bunch of these get dropped I don't know he's playing that's not the only thing that really matters to me right now 15 points 10 shots he was good in this one Jose Alvarado I like him getting the start 11 points on 4 of 11 shooting not quite there but 5 assists trying to get downhill dude takes a beating out there on the court too and doesn't give up he's kind of like the embodiment of the spirit of this Pelicans team then Herb Jones working well off ball not a great shooting night but look you didn't need him to be. We liked him. Good defense. Four assists from him. 12 points. He's good. Um, okay. So this story blew my mind earlier today. And this came, I think, from ProFootballTalk.com. Sean Payton nearly became the Cowboys coach in 2019. Except Anthony Davis spoiled the situation. So the Cowboys that year got basically bounced out early they lost in the divisional round they needed to kind of make a change it was probably time to move on from Jason Garrett they wanted Sean Payton right he has a lot of ties to that organization he's famously messed with Jerry Jones after the Saints won the Super Bowl at the combine we've heard that champagne story right like basically he he wanted to go they wanted him and the Cowboys reached an agreement kind of behind the scenes with the Saints to compensate them it was like first round picks or something like that so they get that whole thing done it's ready to go it was happening he says quote it was locked and it was loaded then monday january 28th happened i remember that day quite well because we got the blockbuster anthony davis i want out i'm not going to sign another contract here i want to be traded after like months of will he won't he it became yeah this is definitely happening so he announced that he wanted out and, you know, the Pels eventually traded him. And so since the Mickey Loomis has, especially at that point in time, was the executive vice president of basketball operations and the GM of the Saints told Sean Payton that Mickey Loomis himself could not be the common thread between a pair of such high profile Louisiana departures. Basically, Mickey Loomis was not going to be the dude that had to trade away Anthony Davis, and then like agreed to a trade for your coach that was under contract. He wasn't going to be the guy that sent out Sean Payton and sent out Anthony Davis at the time. And so when Anthony Davis made that trade request, it just killed the whole deal of Sean Payton going to the Dallas Cowboys. And look, it seems like he's going to be their coach in like a year or two, right? Whatever. It's fine. Just kind of crazy that Anthony Davis... And look, Sean Payton thanked the city of New Orleans and Anthony Davis still hasn't, even though he said he was going to put up that Instagram post. And so in a way, though, Anthony Davis really helped out the city, probably more so in a way than his basketball contributions, if we're being petty here, and kept Sean Payton around for a couple of other years as the Saints head coach. That is absolutely wild that all of that happened at, at, at that time. It's just 
absolutely kind of bonkers to me that that is how things went. And just, I guess, thank you, Anthony Davis. You don't, you don't need to do, no, he probably still does need to do the Instagram post, but whatever, just a weird, wild connection. I guess one of those things that you're only going to get if, you know, the both teams are owned by the same person and there's threads kind of between both organizations. Not heard that one before. That one blew my mind. I, I clicked on an article and there's a picture of Anthony Davis in a Pelicans jersey. And I'm like, is that just like a mistake? Is this like another Anthony Davis they're supposed to be talking about? And they like pulled an image of him as a Pel at the time. But nope, not at all. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. More trade talk tomorrow. Then on Friday, we'll get you set for the back-to-back against the Denver Nuggets and the Boston Celtics. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all then.